We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. That's right. We are back. Second episode this week. Make sure you guys check out our MMA episode from earlier in the week if you guys haven't already. By now, you know, I'm Kel Dansby, old man Andreas Hale, coming at you guys from Blue Wire Studios here at the Wynn Resort in Las Vegas. Shout out to everybody helping out in the booth. Man, Dre, we talked MMA to kick off the week. It is boxing to, to kind of be the meat in our combat sports sandwich this week. It's coming in the middle of pro wrestling, which is super heavy because of the Royal Rumble and MMA that just had a pay-per-view. That doesn't say boxing didn't have a decent week, though. We have Eubank Jr. we have to talk about. Something I called an upset. People disagreed with me. Talk about him versus Liam Smith. Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury just being announced. Official. ESPN Plus pay-per-view carrying it here in the States. But you can get it on like normal pay-per-views as well. But if you want to support me in the job I do every day and add a little bit to my salary, potentially, you know, E-Plus is a nice place to watch pay-per-views. Shameless plug. Then also, we have to talk about Better BF versus Yard going down from the UK this weekend. Hopefully the precursor to an undisputed title fight at light heavyweight. We'll see what 2023 brings. We'll talk about all of that. But one of the fun things about the boxing show every week is start off talking hip-hop. All right, what are we doing? Yes, I love, and I for everyone, I even tell Dre what we're talking about. But it's not a horrible topic this week. It's a topic you know more than most people. Drake went back to New York, headlined the Apollo. Okay. You, when you were at BET, saw Drake in New York when he used to do mixtape shows. Yeah. Drastically different. Yes. From then to now. He does a set, everyone goes crazy, brings out the dip set. Drake right now, compared to when you saw him then, 08? Uh, first time I saw Drake was 09. 09? Yeah, 09. 09. We're almost at 15 years. 15 years strong. Like this Apollo show, the who's who was there. Aaron Judge was there. There was a let's go Yankees chant in the middle of the drink. Everyone in New York, it was a must-see ticket. Has anyone had a hotter and longer run than Drake? Hmm, that's a good question. Who has had a, a hotter and longer run? See, the Drake thing is Drake doesn't necessarily go away. No. Right? There's no dips. And I like my rappers to go away, but other people do not. Um, I like them to disappear and make me want it more. Like, even Jay-Z disappears from time to time. But 15 years is a long time. Early Jay-Z did not disappear. No, early Jay-Z was, was busy. But as Jay-Z got older, he, you know, the output, he didn't need to have that much output. Drake is capitalized on the streaming. Drake is everywhere. They release, he released a single with, what is that, with WizKids, like the beginning yeah. of the year. He doesn't go away. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody that's been... This hot for this long. Um, even when his albums are like mediocre as fuck, 
Like certified lover boy, nobody's talking about that shit anymore. No. Nobody talks about Scorpion. No, those were both very mid. But he dropped so many of them. That yeah. And, you know, some people are like, hey, he might drop an album this year. He could. But, yeah, I don't think there's anybody that has captivated the industry like Drake has for this long. Like, Drake, Drake has, Drake started out with, like, Trey songs. Yeah. Then he introduced us to The weekend, even though, you know, most people knew who The weekend was, but to the masses. Kendrick Lamar, he did the same thing. Like Party Next Door. Party Lord Next knows Door. knows what Party Next Door is. Yeah, it's, it's. The it's, cosign is massive. Introduce the mainstream to the Migos. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it, what he is, I, I don't, it's, it's crazy. I've always been a Drake fan. I say it all the time. I'm a Drake fan. People are like, how you like Drake? You're a hip-hop head. I was like, I like what the fuck I like. Leave me alone. Because you're a Fonte fan. So it, it, the yes. connection is there. Yes. And I know Drake was a hip-hop head at one point. He probably still sneaks around listening to Foreign Exchange albums. I don't know why he doesn't talk about it. It ain't flashy. It ain't cool. The it's, kids don't want to hear about that look, shit. It's, it, there's been this very weird thing with why doesn't Drake put Fonte on or why hasn't he done a song? They were supposed to do a song for Thank Me Later. Thank Me Later? Or Take Care? I can't remember. That would have made the album even more classic. One of those... I think it was Take Care. I think it was Take Care. Fonte told me this story. They had like an email exchange and then whatever happens just kind of went up in smoke. Like... Drake first reached out to Ninth Wonder, and that's how they did Think Good Thoughts. I think it's the first, or, yeah. Because that ended with Elzai on the song. And then Drake talked about Fonte a lot. He did Thank Me Later, which was kind of like his introductory album. Let me get all the big-name producers and all this shit. By the time Take Care came around, they should have collaborated. I don't know why they didn't. And as the years have gone by, it's like Drake has left Fonte in the dust in terms of popularity, but... It would be nice if you did a song with a guy who said, basically paved the way for you to rap and sing and feel comfortable doing so. But this is like, this is the Drake era. I've, yeah, there's never been anything quite like this for this long. People go away. He does not go away. None. No. He still is very relevant with the kids. So hard to be 15 years relevant with the teen demographic, right? Well, like, you, you want to why? Because, this is gonna sound. He don't talk about shit. It's <laughs> He's so easily easy. digestible. Yeah, it's so easy to stay relevant for this long when you don't really talk about much, and your music kind of remains the same. Yeah, Luda didn't. Luda was always kind of the same. He yeah, but Luda Nelly kind of didn't. No, well, Nelly went to like country, and that fucked him up. Nelly's trash. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> but like Luda, Chris, there's a cap on what he could do. Okay, Drake can literally do anything, right? Again, I'm a big fan of. Honestly, never mind. <laughs> that is a completely different album. Yep. Like, Drake does songs and hooks. Like, Drake can do anything. And the fact that it, it lacks substance, it's kind of like when you're, like, the biggest star. Like, when you're the president, mm -hmm. like, Obama's like, you can say stuff about, like, Trayvon Martin, but you're going to get backlash for it. So you kind of, like, you're the, you're the president of the United States and not the president of black people. Like, Drake is, like, the president of music and not just hip-hop. Like, he does what he wants. So he, he decides to not be controversial. And that allows him a longer shelf life. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, as Rolling Stone and, or Billboard continues to roll out their top rappers list, yep. that doesn't make him like the greatest rapper of all time. It just makes him a massive pop star. He's definitely a pop star more than anything. Yeah. And he can rap. Like, yeah. It's undeniable he can rap. But that ties into kind of where I'm going with this. Um, and I want to pick your brain on it. But Jay-Z... One of the most famous Jay-Z lines, but he pegged this from the start. Like, I want to rhyme like common sense. I did five mil. I've been rhyming like common sense. Yeah. Like, Drake isn't going. He probably does want to spit a little bit more in depth and try a couple quadruple entendres and, and do some mm. wild shit. But he's like, it is not what keeps me relevant. Well, well. All right. Jay-Z said that when radio was dominating, what was being played? Yes. Streams right? are now. To be fair. TikTok and social media is now dominating, and Drake has the most quotables, like individual yeah, yeah. bold quotables, out of any artist. But you can do what you want, right? Honestly, never mind. If that was like 2004, the label would be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Right? Maybe. You're going to do an entire house album? Nah. Yeah, we're not going to let you do that. Yeah. But he did it because he wanted to. So if Drake really wanted to put out a rap album, he could. Could. 
And I, and I don't think Tyler he, Creator did. Like that motherfucker want to grab me. Well, I'm just saying. And he, I was like, I'm going back to straight hip hop. He legitimately can do whatever he wants. Like Drake did Sanchez Rose with DJ Premier, right? Could Drake do a whole album with like Just Blaze, DJ Premier, like the top? Of course he could. Like Logic did Vinyl Days and didn't pick this producers. Phenomenal. You don't think Drake could do that and it would sell? Yeah, some people would be like, ah, I don't like it. But he, the fact that he did, honestly, never mind. And basically, he was like, ah, you guys are too stupid to get it. It was like a bar on whatever song yeah. it was. Yeah. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Whatever. He can, he's not like Jay-Z. Like, Jay-Z could like rhyme like Common now because it doesn't matter. Like, albums, nobody cares about first week sales. No. Nobody cares about CDs. Buy, like, it streams. A song is hot. Like, Drake can do with everyone. And he's Drake. He literally can do anything. Big Daddy Kane said, I can fart on a track. Best believe that shit will sound good. Drake could do the same thing. Literally. <laughs> and people are like, yo, that shit is incredible. <laughs> Drake, woo, was that a silent one? Was that a silent one? I can smell it. And it's hot. Like, that's how they would treat it if Drake farted on a track. He could do whatever he wants. Like, some of us hip-hop heads will hate it. But people, it could be silenced. Drake and Beyonce and Taylor Swift can sell an album, an empty case, and just have the word like Taylor on it, and people would buy that shit for like thirty dollars, like Pootie Tang. Yeah, when there was nothing on the song, everyone's just going crazy. Yeah, I can hear it. It's incredible. That's that's Drake. He can do whatever. I don't think anything at this point would hurt his career unless there was like a scandal. Yeah, and. <laughs> We just saw some well, stuff could make him whack to like the youth. Yeah, but man, it's, it's so. You got to do something like really crazy. He get like, like he just gets it. And on top of that, the other reason why Drake can hang around so long is because he like modulates, right? Like the man has like thirty accents. He does, right? The Canadian Jamaican Drake, mm -hmm. down south Drake, East Coast Drake, UK, UK Drake. All these individuals exist in this man, like. And he doesn't really have an identity crisis. It's all just Drake. Other people get caught up in that shit. And he, like, in Vegas, I had a friend that used to go to D.C. and Philly every year. And he came back wearing Tim's and with, like, tissue in his nose. What's up, son? I'm like, stop. You have an identity crisis right now. You got caught up in that life. You're in Vegas now. Take that shit off. Like, you don't wear it. Like, I wore Tim's all the time just because. But, I, like, every time he came back from Philly, he was Method Man. He braided one side of his hair. And I'm like, what happened? You have an identity crisis. But Drake? does whatever he wants because he dictates the rules. There are, there's no other artist out there that can set the rules like Drake does. Drake and Beyonce. That's about it. Yeah, and Beyonce fucking disappears. She Beyonce disappear. dropped an album. Not an interview. Not a video. Nothing. Not a nothing. Just a tour, right? Not a, not a tour. She's done tour? nothing. She did that one private performance overseas with Blue Ivy like last week. Yeah, it was like 24 mil. And people Fuck were mad tour. and were like, why does she? Because she does what she wants. But 24 mil. She literally has done nothing. Drake is the opposite. Drake will do everything. He'll do SNL. He'll do the Apollo. He'll do anything. He'll rap on an unknown person's song. He don't care. He legitimately does not care. We have never seen a run like this. That gets me into... I saw it on Facebook. Someone posted the track listing. Dope track listing. Again, the man has a million songs. Dope track listings. They were like, this is why your favorite rappers wouldn't get in the verses against Drake. No one beats him. And if someone can hang with him for 20 songs, sure. They're like, if they took off the song limit, no one matches Drake. No, it's, it's over. Nobody's beating Drake. Jay nope. can go as long as Drake. No. I watched a two-hour Jay-Z B-Sides no, no, no. concert. I, I, B-Sides. I'm, I'm telling you why it's no. It's not even I'm telling you why it's no. Features. I'm telling you why it's no. For me and you, yes. We love Jay-Z. Yes. These kids don't give a fuck about it. No, the kids don't give a fuck about it. So if you do a versus and a bunch of kids show up, because no. they're going to show up, because yeah. they'll, they'll spend all their parents' money to get a ticket. Yes, they will. They'll people flood that, the market. People are like, Jay-Z, we got jobs and kids. We ain't spending all that money to go to that shit. Drake, nobody's beating Drake in the verses because of that reason. Drake has the kids. Like, my nephew... Calls Beyonce's husband. Not even disrespectfully. <laughs> just on the rail. Just because she's, he's like, ooh, Beyonce, isn't that Beyonce's husband? Like, what does he do? He's old, right? Drake doesn't, he's like the ageless wonder. Drake is what, 37, 35? What, how old is Drake now? 
Drake gotta be 35. I'm Doesn't matter. I'm 34. I'm about to be 35. Cares. Yeah, Drake's like my age. Everybody wants to do shit with Drake. Old people, young people, Drake. No, 17-year-olds. No, Drake is 36 turning 37. And like Future. Damn, he's two years older than me. Like Drake. Nicki yeah. Minaj is 40? Yes. Yeah, Nicki's. But 21 Savage is 30. They just did an album together. You, you wouldn't know. 37-year-old. Like, nobody's beating Drake in a verse. Nobody. Because this dude can, yes, we love Jay-Z. We love rapidly rapping ass Jay-Z. We love it. But like all his R&B shit, like best of me, them kids don't give a fuck about that shit. Oh, what a good song. I know. <laughs> they don't give a fuck about that shit. Drake does Aston Martin music. Yeah. Like Drake could just do hooks for a versus and win. Yeah. Like no one, again, to me, it's like, what does Drake put up against Can I Live? But these kids don't give a fuck about Can I Live. Like, they're not listening to the lyrics. They they don't like, care. At all. Drake comes out and does, like, trophies over yeah. my... Like, he... Drake could do anything. Over my dead body so fire. Like, but legitimately, anything. Because yeah. you want an R&B song? I got one of those. You want a house song? I got one of those. You got a rapping-ass rapper song? I got one of those. The only thing that Drake doesn't have, which will never play well in the verses, like some storytelling shit. Yeah. Don't nobody want to hear that in the verses? No. I mean, I guess you play 99 Problems. That's like some storytelling shit. Jay-Z made it a hit. But again, that goes to uh, say the power of Hove. But yeah, no, in court of public opinion, probably doesn't beat it. The kids outweigh everything. This fuck, look, I don't got time to be on fucking apps debating people. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, he comes out and does God's plan, he'll lose a shit. Yeah. And it's not even that deep. I'm just saying, it's just the way it is. Yeah. It's just the way he owns this shit right now. You can hate him all you want. The longevity of it is tough. Look, I told y'all, everybody that was hating on Honestly Nevermind, go, on, go into your favorite shoe store. Go to the mall. I guarantee you hear text go green somewhere. You're hearing all of Drake shit. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's inescapable. Jay-Z, you can escape. There are kids that have not heard 444. There's kids who never heard Jay-Z out. No, and they don't care. Zero fucks. That was the blueprint. What's the blueprint? That was like, I don't. Did we talk about this last week? The Chicago Mount Rushmore, that drill bullshit. We did not. <laughs> so, which one of you fuckers in the group chat did this to me? That was me. You started this shit. Yes, yes, I did. I dropped it in there. So I was uh, like, it's a can't miss. It's the easiest list you yeah. could probably make in hip hop. A Chicago Mount Rushmore, and they had King Von, who's passed away. Yep. They had... Who was on this bitch? Chief Keef? Chief Keef. Is Dirk? I think Dirk was on there. And I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But I was like, yo, this is... Someone not good. Why would you... G Herbo, I think, was on. Yes. Okay. And I'm like, yo, this is easy. Kanye, Common, Lupe, Twister. This is like the easiest fucking list ever. Easy. No. That's what these kids like. (laughs) And I'm like, yo... And and the... Source did an article on it. I just found it again. The source did an article on. Yeah, right. that it reached the source. It was, and I'm I'm guessing here because I might not know a lot of these people. It is G Herbo, Lil Durk, King Von, Chief Keef. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't under like so. I immediately posted that, and I was like, "He who shall not be named, who's Kanye?" There's no way you leave Kanye off of Mount Rushmore for Chicago. No, there's just no fucking way. Common arguably has three classic albums. Sure. You can't leave him off. No. Lupe got two. Lupe is arguably the, the most technically sound and gifted lyricist we've ever heard. Yep. And then there's Twista, who pioneered fast rapping style. Who, does it, who still does it better than anybody. Bone? Fuck out of here. It's Twista. Yep. Right? Hey, remember Do or Die? That was Twista. <laughs> Everybody rap fast because of Twista. Pretty easy. This is easy. So I posted that, and I didn't put Twister. Like, I was typing real fast, and I was like, yes. Somebody was like, Twister. I was like, yes, absolutely Twister. And then some kid was like, that's your Mount Rushmore. And I'm like, hold on, bitch. <laughs> you think, you come, think, come here, youngin. You think if we did, a, like, the Mount Rushmore of activists, and somebody put, like, D-Ray, because it was like, Malcolm X, that was y'all. That's, that's old shit. <laughs> that's not how this shit works. That's not how Mount Rushmore works. Mount Rushmore is the president's, right? The so-called greatest presidents ever. It doesn't matter how old they are. It's the greatest. That, that shit made me so mad when he said that. This is our Mount Rushmore. No, you don't re-carve a mountain, dickhead. Like, <laughs> there is a, the greatest of all time. You respect the history. 
That's what Mount Rushmore's are. Respecting, you can't do a Mount Rushmore. They don't teach kids history no more. Exactly, but you can't do a Mount Rushmore of basketball players leave Michael Jordan off. That's your Mount Rushmore. Like, that's, your, that's y'all Mount Rushmore. Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson. Steph, Kareem. Steph, KD, LeBron. But see, the, Harden. This Mount Rushmore. This Count King Von, God rest his soul. But I mean, we had like two years of rapping. This, I'm saying it's like putting Gilbert Arenas on the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> like, come on, you guys. Like, it's not even Derrick Rose. No, not he even Derrick Rose. Rose of this. Like, what are we? What are we doing here, Chief Keith? Chief Keith got like four songs. I understand. Look, look, I get the, the Chicago culture. drill, and I get that. Yeah. Like, like first of all, I fucking hated Chief Keith's music. She was just ridiculously. I knocked some. Ch- I fuck all that shit. I, back I hated the videos. I hated all the gun. Like I was just like, yo, this is perpetuating stereotypes. You didn't like, love Sosa? Deep. No, I ain't. I ain't like any of that shit. I get it. I get yeah. why it worked. I get why Chicago drill music worked. But you, you put them over Kanye. <laughs> that don't even sound right. Like in any type form, form or fashion. Chief Keith ain't got no goddamn shoes. <laughs> like. He just barefoot? I don't know why wait, that wait. image just popped in my head. Chiefs Keys ain't got no shoes. This motherfucker just walk around but, Chicago barefoot. But who made, like, come on. Who made, that's the shit I don't like, big? Kanye West! <laughs> what is wrong with you motherfuckers? <laughs> what is wrong with you kids? You kids, oh my, I swear to God. I, I wish I could just beat y'all in supermarkets publicly for this shit. Rap House TV. One, that's the funniest account on Twitter right now. I don't know who runs it, but it's a complete troll account. Ugh. They post the wildest shit. But looking at that, though, it shows how much stuff has changed. Because we're, we're not cool. And we, we are now, quote-unquote, history. Right? Like, our rappers are history. Their kids are so detached. The kids who are flooding these mentions, and who do talk about, like, who and their verses and everything, it's like... They weren't born when the blueprint came out. Dark. Most kids didn't see 9-11. Like, it, it's, it's not, they don't understand any of that. For those listening, this is a boxing show, so I'm going to do this real quick. If you did a Mount Rushmore of boxing and didn't put Muhammad Ali, but put Javante Davis on there, it's like, that's my Mount Rushmore. You should fucking die. <laughs> yeah. A slow, miserable death. You should drink all the bleach and acid and go away. <laughs> you can't, you just can't do that, man. You got to respect the history. You have to respect the history. It's so it's Javante over Muhammad That's what I'm saying. Like putting D-Ray or putting Sean King over Malcolm X. Like, what is wrong with you people? That'd be some wild shit. But somebody would do it. That's my Mount Rushmore activist. Sean King did more for me than Martin Luther King. <laughs> He's the better king. What the fuck is wrong with you people? He's the better king. <laughs> Yo. Nah, yeah. I mean, these, these kids don't know no better. But Drake transcends it all. Drake He's is, on ours. He's, he's the on glue. theirs. He is the glue. He's bridged an entire gap. Three generations, probably. Like, dog. Of music. You put on Lord Knows right now, I'm losing my shit. Oh, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> I'm just telling you. You put on Tussie Slides, some kids are losing their shit. Like, Drake just, he got it. He, he figures it out. And last thing about the Drake concert and everything else, he brings out 21 Savage. I still really like that one. Still in rotation. Mm. It's the best Drake album I've gotten in a couple years. I really like that one. I like Jumbotron shit popping in Middle of the Ocean. Other than that... Middle of the Ocean's phenomenal. You probably keep the rest of it. I'm just not big on 21 Savage. Really? Yeah, but I oh, do... you had a good showing. Jumbotron shit popping. It's no 21 Savage. It's just Drake. If it was Drake album, I love it. I'm not big on 21 Savage. Pussy and Millions is such a fire track. Sure, okay, whatever. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> whatever you say. <laughs> yeah. But I like their chemistry and everything. It had me asking you one final question. What's your... And this is kind of bigger than Drake. What's your favorite one-two punch in rap? And I'll explain this. Not a group. Two solo artists who come together. They don't even need a full project, but multiple features together. They come together and always body. So it's not rapper-producer. It has to be like rapper-rapper. Rapper-rapper. Not rapper-producer. And Blackstar is a group. Yeah, I know. It's not true. Not choose Blackstar. Because I was like, Dre's going to pick Blackstar. No, I, I wasn't. Mostly Quelly or that's unfair. Yeah, but it's like, I mean, I just mentioned whenever Drake and Rick Ross gets together, it's 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 terrorist threat level shit. Drake and Ross kill shit. Uh, we haven't gotten enough of Kendrick and Cole together. Hmm. Mine personally, and there's not like a large body of work, but there's enough. Rocky and Schoolboy Q make magic every time. 
Yeah. I mean, it all started with Hands on the Wheel. Yep. Hands on the Wheel. Um, there's so many good tracks together. Uh, they got the What's His Face remake where they bought I mean, it. see, it's the Akalma group, Meth and Red, before they even made the Blackout album. Like, whenever they got together, it was, it was a true. problem. Meth and Red, I think, would count. Yeah, Meth and Red were a problem together. Meth has his own group. You can't put, like... Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like a happenstance, and then they made an album. The Rockwilders still smack. Yeah, because that's like Jay and Kanye. A lot of people would say, like... Yeah, see... They ended up with an album, but still, like... I Death take, of Auto-Tune. I take... Or not I, Death of Auto-Tune. What's the other shit? Run this... Down Run this down. Like, my hot take is, like, Watch the Throne was bogged down by Kanye. And this is before I disliked Kanye. Like, I do, <laughs> like, I, like, Watch the Throne, I thought was a good album. Yeah. But I was like, there's levels to this rap shit. But Kanye got to join on, like, Blueprint 2 or whatever. I, I just... I, crushes their chemistry shit. to me is not... Is, oh, I, I feel like Jay-Z has better chemistry with Drake on songs. Pound Cake. Okay. Like, when Jake and... When Drake and Jay do a song together, I feel like... Drake's in a lot of these. Drake and Wayne body a lot of shit. They do. They do. But I, I just feel like like Kanye and Jay is not that... To me, it's like Jay... Kanye's got a lot of work to do to catch Jay on a song. I don't, when has Kanye ever outshined Jay on a song? Nah, nah. I don't think he outshines I mean, anyone. You know who's, who's a great one-two punch? Royce and Eminem. Oh, Royce and it. Yeah, Bad Meets Evil. Almost, that's just not fair when those two would, would no. get together and do shit. What Royce did to M on the Bad Meets Evil album is criminal, by the I way. I mean, yeah. Well, Bodied him on every Royce track. is arguably one of the, <laughs> the most underrated rappers of all time. But that's Boy, it. you don't want to see these kids Detroit list, Mount Rushmore list. You just talk about being pissed. If they fumbled Chicago, oh. you don't want to see Detroit. Who, who, yeah, because if you don't have Dilla on your on, on a Mount Rushmore for Detroit, no, I just said you said on. No, Royce. They'll probably no. M might might make it. That's a whole nother. We can have a whole show <laughs> on my theories on Eminem and how like he's aged poorly to a lot of people, but there was nobody like him. No, at at his heights, M and Royce might be it. And I love Red and Meth. Yeah, but M and Royce, Bad Me Siva was a they they were scary, dude. insane. I mean, Boss and Q Tip got a few joints. Yeah, no, not like this, but. Yeah. Those who just menace. Jay and Biggie only got like three tracks in there. Ooh. That's still a one hell of a duo. <laughs> Jay, Jay and Big is. Yeah. They they could have. Yes. that's They could have ran off with that shit. That, that's one of those where you're like, damn. Uh, Snoop and Pac is another one yeah. in there where they don't have enough. Nah. Um, I'm just. Nah. It, 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 Royce and M, Meth and Red. Yeah. Yeah. And Drake and, and everybody. Drake and pretty much everybody. Yes, so much song. So many songs. But that's what got me thinking. I was like, damn, Drake and 21 Savage probably isn't Drake's best one-two punch. No, like people it's like, not in his top five one-two punch. No, in people like before. Drake and Future. They do. I didn't like that album. I didn't either. But, <laughs> but it's, it, wasn't, it wasn't for me. That's my cup of tea. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't for me. So, no, that's interesting. It brings us to one-two punches. It's a boxing show. Huh. So we got to talk punches. Let's hit the break. We come right back. Let's talk about boxing from last weekend. Chris Eubank Jr. versus Liam Smith. We'll talk about Jake Paul, Tommy Fury. Card that is now official for Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Short turnarounds, like a month. But I guess Tommy Fury's having a baby. So, you know, the guy wants to be a family man. And then Better BF versus Yard happening this weekend in the UK. You guys don't go anywhere. Talk more about punches right after this. All right, Dre, let's jump right back into it. Boxing is what we're talking about today. I'm going to start with Chris Eubank because that happened last weekend. Him versus Liam Smith. I'll admit it. I thought it was over for Liam Smith. I know he had a good performance yep. uh, his time before this, but I thought, you know what? He's This is his check. Chris Eubanks go out there. He'll make a statement. Maybe him and Connor Ben would fight again. I thought he'd propel him and set him up for bigger and better things. Boy, was I wrong. I called an upset. People were like, no, we all knew Liam Smith was going to win. I said, what? Really? I mean, How did I not get I understand he's been good. It's more people didn't believe in Chris Eubank 
which is fine. I, he hasn't had the best of performances, but I thought he had enough to beat Liam Smith. Well, the upset part of this was Eubank getting knocked out. Yes. That, that, that's how it ended. Yeah, like four rounds. Like, really? Like, yo, I went. Where did I go? I went to brunch. Yeah. I went to Sounds brunch. on brand. And I was like, am I bottomless? I was like, oh, the fight started. I was like, ah, I can miss a couple rounds, get home, and Eubanks should be, you know, running away with this. I got back, and the fight was already over. <laughs> I saw it was Chris Eubanks' eye. Oh, huge. what I saw. And I was like, what the fuck happened? I saw y'all talking about the group chat. I thought Liam, I thought Liam was kind of, I didn't think about it in the sense that, which I should have, Chris Eubanks cut all that weight to fight Ben. Yeah. And then it's kind of a letdown fight, too, because you spend all that time focusing on Conor Ben. Yep. And you cut the weight, and then you balloon back up, and then you're eating burgers or whatever you're doing. And meanwhile, Beefy Smith is just kind of like waiting for you. Like, he's waiting at the door. Are you coming in or what? And he handed him his ass. And I, you've been getting stopped because you've been has a good chin. He's not a great fighter. I, if him and Ben were to fight, I was going, I was picking Conor Ben. I know people talking about the size difference and all that shit. I just thought Ben is a better fighter than Chris Eubank. But Liam B.B. Smith is apparently the better fighter, too. <laughs> he put hands on this man. He fought this like it was a butterbean four-round fight. He was like, I got I to gotta get home. I got things to do. Got things to do. He beat up Eubank, and then Eubank obviously protested the finish, but he was done. He was cooked. Well, now, I mean, there's a replay going around. Roy Jones touched on it. Dog. It looks like I don't want to hear about Roy Jones the, anybody. The the lump on the face and possibly the disorientation. I don't know. I thought the flurry of punches already had led to that, but there was an elbow where Liam misses a punch and the elbow catches Chris want, right uh, on the side of the face, damn near the temple. And they're saying, "Well, that's what did it. It wasn't the punch. He got hit I, with the elbow." I don't want to hear any of that shit. Him. He got hit with like seventeen straight punches. If one of them happened to be an elbow, you should have got all the way to those sixteen punches. <laughs> that's your bad. Yeah. That is your bad. Yes. It sucks. But the same thing's going to happen. I need Roy Jones. Stop training people. I need people to stop trying to fight like Roy Jones. Like, I needed people to stop fighting like Mayweather. Yes, yes, Mayweather, I, I think, could be a good trainer. He doesn't train people to just fight like him. I'm not sure if Roy Jones does either. But they seem to get in there and be like, oh, I want to do what Roy did. Right. You can't do that, stop. man. Like... Nobody can be Jordan. No, you have to have the athletic ability, the reflexes. There's so many intangibles that you have to have to do what Roy did. And he was fundamentally flawed. It's not like Floyd. Super fundamentally flawed. Everything he Roy, did broke he was rules. fundamentally flawed. But it's, it's uh, yeah, Liam like, just dusted Eubank. And, I, you know, Conor Ben got on social media. It's like, this is, you fucked up the bad. That's your bad. Yeah, it should have been your knockout. Like, oops. Now Beefy Smith gets in. What is he going to do with it? Nothing. Well, they're going to rematch, it appears, because there was yeah. a rematch clause. And maybe it's different, you know, like if Eubank hydrates properly and isn't cutting down. Like <laughs> Liam Smith said, we're going to go even lower in the catchway. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I run this now. And, you know, Chris Eubank Sr. better take care of his son because he better not agree to a lower weight. Yeah. You got to fight at the way you got to fight a super middleweight. You are not cut out for this shit. Chris Eubank's never been that good of a fighter. He's the just, name carries. It's nepotism, right? And he looks like a million bucks. He looks great, but, it, you know, there's nepotism. Just like in hip-hop, like King Combs. The only reason he gets so many chances is because his dad is Diddy. Yep. Like, he is, where's this hit? He keeps showing up. I mean, he has a hit now. Has is it a hit? Yeah, it was like number one on the chart. What chart? I don't know. Billboard rap really? charts? Yeah. Diddy probably listens. The joint with uh, him and uh, the dude with the honeycombs. All right, that's enough. I don't know, like, not because his last name was Coles, uh, but no, he cut his hair now, I guess. But you get, uh, you get super chances. gremlin dude. I forgot his name. All right, you get chances. Yes, because you're your pops. Yes, and Chris Eubank Jr. is clearly not good as his dad. Yeah, but you know he'll get another chance. He's hanging around, but dog, he just he took an L. It's just, are you a world champ? If you're not a world champion in boxing, what are you? And it's Kodak Black, by the way. I don't know why it's based. Kodak Black and King Combs. That's because of Kodak Black. Ain't yeah. nobody checking Can't stop. Team. Won't stop. That shit. Like, they, they sampled I, something. That's cool. Whatever. They, every one of his songs is a bad boy hit sample. That's gross. So his dad just clears all the samples for him. See? Nepotism. And he's just recycling bad boy hits. Yeah. So Chris Eubank Jr. would never be as good as his dad. And he got wiped out. 
He was never that good to begin with. So I'm not terribly surprised, but I thought he beat Liam Smith. Guess what was wrong? A lot of people, even if they saw Liam Smith winning, no one saw him winning like that. No, Fourth round? Not like that. Just drubbing? No. Threw in the towel. They were getting ready to throw in the towel. Yeah, they saw the man was dead. It's just no, no coming back. He wanted to keep fighting. Fam, your corner wasn't going to let you keep fighting. No. It was over. Then, this week, the big news, Jake Paul, Tommy Fury, official. It, it ain't official until they get in the ring. Did we get to the fight? I, I, Fumbles can't fumble three times, right? Yes, he can. He really got to change his name to Tommy Fumble. He does. His firstborn has to be named Fumble. I mean, I wouldn't put it outside the realm of possibility that something happens to Jake this time. Oh, God. I mean, it's the law of averages. Yeah, it just it could happen. But uh, <laughs> then this is Tony Ferguson Habib. If it happens yep. again, you just got to give up. Yeah, you just got to give up. Um, but sure, great. Interestingly enough, that fight's the 25th of February, right? Yes. The same day as good old Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Beating up reality TV stars. Like, Geordie Shore. I don't even know that show. And I watch a lot of reality television. Yeah. I have never seen Geordie Shore. I think it's the UK version of Jersey Shore. Some, so I saw people like, people are paying for this shit? And I was like, apparently. Ain't Floyd's fault. Like, you keep sending these goons to just get beat up by me and I get millions of dollars for it. I'm just going to keep doing it. That's it. It's one hell of a retirement tour. Like, shit, it's... He robbing people like Omar on the wire. Omar coming? Like, taking everybody's shit with a stash outside. Yep. Got one in the UK? I'm coming to get it. <laughs> Some of your best. And he just beats them up. But it's the same day as that. Which Maybe is like... At the same time. Yeah. Well... They go like back to back. And it's funny because Floyd does not care. No. Six people could watch his fight. He doesn't care. He don't care if his... Check clears. His kids... Watch, I don't even know if his kids watch a fight anymore. All they do is like, Daddy... Like, it ain't a real fight. Yeah, Ooh, we get a trip to the UK this time. I'm not even sure if they stack this this Jake Paul card. I guess you know the card will be announced. We'll know more about it as it comes on. But it's a month. Yeah, they'll put some people on here. Yeah, like I don't know who though. with being on E plus. Like if it had more time behind it, this would have been like a prime spot for like Nico Ali. Yeah, for like top rank to be like, yo, let me just throw Nico on this. Or Edgar Belanga. He left at the wrong time. Yeah. He could have been right here. Berlanga. That man's smelling his own shit a little bit too much. A little bit too much. He don't get dusted. Yes. The the mutually agreed to part ways is the funniest shit in boxing. Yeah, it is. Because there ain't no mutual. Nobody mutual in this. We just, it's amical. Like, it's uh, irreconcilable differences in a divorce. But it's like, (laughs) I hate your ass. Like, that's what that is. Yeah. No, it's it's one of those where he has his suitors. Berlanga, that is. He'll go to matchroom. I think matchroom is is probably the most likely... Spot for him. But what is he? Oh, he's not that good. He can sell. For now, until he loses. Yeah, we can put him in with like five more cans. He'll knock yeah, him out. Be care- you got to be careful with him. He is. He has been smelling his own shit so much that, you know, he wanted to fight John Ryder. Oh, please keep him away from John Ryder. He thinks he can beat him. Like he, he wants... Youth is on his side. He's going to fight Gabe Rosado? No, not even. Gabe Rosado beats the shit out of him. A lot of these people beat the shit out of him, I think. Daniel Jacobs definitely beats the shit out of him still. Technically, he does. He may not knock him out. He's in a tough spot. But he could have stayed at top rank. Maybe fall on this card. Raise his profile a little bit more. Got a Saudi bag. I'm, I'm not sure he was comfortable being yeah. a co-main. Well, that's too bad. That's what I'm saying. You start smelling your own shit, you quickly even realize how good Paul. you Yeah, I'm not even sure. That's too bad. It's crazy. And I think... In this fight with Jake and Tommy, does Tommy even have a chance? No. 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 Come on, man. Tommy Fury's not good. He's not. I don't know what he is. The people he fought are not he's good. He's a reality TV star. He's not good. For women, he's nice to look at. He's not good. Sure. Ta- Tyson Fury's going to leave his ass in Riyadh. <laughs> Tyson Fury has threatened that. He's going to. He's about to watch his, his little half-brother get beat up. He's he not good as Salt Poppy. No, look. Here, here's my litmus test. And this is where boxing math is going to work. Tommy Fury couldn't get Anthony Taylor out of here. Anthony Taylor. Anthony Taylor just got mollywhopped. Thank that you. By? He, got, he got dragged. You know, he's talking about trying to fight, uh, who is that? KSI. And... Yeah. Now he got beat by someone on the under. Can we talk about this man singing Jodeci in the stare down real quick? <laughs> I knew you'd like that. I did I not like, like it. He's a man after your heart. Listen, no? listen, no, man. Listen, listen. If you're doing a stare down for those who haven't seen it, 
to stare down. I forgot. the Tony person, ESPN ringside. The person who beat his ass. I can't even remember his name. During the stare down, he started singing Jodeci Freaking You. And I was like, that's a peculiar song choice. <laughs> if I'm about to beat somebody's ass, I'm not, every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling so horny. Yeah, yeah. He hit that note. Crazy. I can't too. get you out of my mind because sexing you is all I need. Chose an odd portion of that song. You said, I'd I, like, I ain't even I'd talking, I would have I'm, I'm not even talking about like gay stuff. I'm just talking about, this is not fighting words. No, I do not consent to that. It's not consent. No, it, to, like, it, do, do not sing that. And that's why I got his ass kicked. Yeah. Because he picked the wrong song. Like, there's better songs you can sing face to face. There are much more violent songs that you can sing, but freaking you? Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Even if you're going with like some R and B shit, there's there's other songs you could have chosen. Listen, man. Like we talked about this what was it, like last week. Genuine pony to someone face to face. Yeah, we talked about last week or the week before, like how horny '90s R and B is. Yes, it was perfectly on time. Yeah, and this man goes out there, and of all the songs, not <laughs> I know you want some more. Not that, well, you can't do "Cry for You." Obviously, that'd be terrible. Uh, come and talk to me, maybe. Like I come and talk to me would have been more fitting. Freaking you. Freaking you, freaking you. Yeah, that's why he got fucked up. But Tommy Fury couldn't knock out Anthony Taylor. Anthony Taylor's not good. Jake Paul's about to beat the shit out of Tommy Fury. Like, Tommy Fury had height, weight, reach, every advantage you could think of. With Anthony Taylor's like tiny. He fought it like bantamweight. Pedigree. Everything. And he couldn't stop him. And then it was like, well, maybe Anthony Taylor's better than we thought. No, he got beat up by everybody else he fought. Tommy Fury is about to get his ass kicked. He's going to have to get that fury off his name. I, if I'm Tyson, I'm like, you stay in Riyadh. And it's just Tommy. Yeah, just yeah. One, one word. Yep. Tommy. Yeah, just Tommy. That fucks it. Wow. Damn shit. <laughs> uh, this week at Better BF versus Yard. 100% knockout. Yeah. Great for Better BF. Let's keep it going. Think he keeps it going? Yes. Anthony Yard's not that good. It's kind of like Chris Eubank. Better than Chris Eubank. Okay. He's an entertaining fighter. He's had, you know, he's shown his his medal. He's he's come back before. He's got decent hands. Looks like a million bucks again. He looks great, but Better BF is going to rearrange his face. Look, Better BF wants, you know, obviously you want to fight Bivol, you want to be an undisputed champion, but Yard, you're mandatory. You fight this guy, but Better BF has knocked everybody smooth the fuck out. This will be entertaining. Ran through Joe Smith Jr. like butter. And I think that Joe Smith Jr. and Yard are about the same. Mm. So I think Better Be Able will probably get him out of here in like six. I don't think, I don't think he's going to have much for him. You have to outbox Better Be Able. Yeah. You have to be very good defensively. Yeah, you have to be you have to have very tight technically. If you're an offensive, it's like if you're on the go offensively, you're just going to get mopped because you can't exchange firepower with this guy. Hopefully you don't stand there and try to trade. This is where your, your, your team tells you what you should do, and you're like, I don't really do that shit. It's like in football. Like, you're not a running team. It's like, well, we got to run the ball tonight. No, you don't. You got to do what you came to the show with. Even get your ass beat. But if you try something else, it's, you're going to get embarrassed. Yeah. If he tries to box, he's going to get embarrassed. Another, chalk up another victory for Artur Betabiev and another knockout. And do we see that undisputed fight this year? Eddie Hearn's not the end-all, be-all of things, right? And, no. again, managers are supposed to work for you. Promoters are supposed to work for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's really pushing this Canelo narrative. I, I think there's zero chance that Canelo puts up his 168-pound titles undisputed against Bivol. Like, there's, there's no winning there. Like, the reason he went up is to get that belt, become another champion, a chance at undisputed. He's not going to give up his belts for a chance to fight. Dude, David Benavidez is fighting Caleb Plant, March 25th. Dimitri Bivol... For one, he'd have to come back down to 68. Come down to 68. I don't even know why he would do that. Now, it sounds good in theory. You go collect some belts, but you're, you're a lot heavyweight. Mm-hmm. You beat Canelo at your weight. I don't see the appeal. Canelo's still the A-side. I'm not sure why he does it. Yeah, like, I don't see the appeal of moving down in yeah. weight to fight somebody that's still going to be the B-side. Canelo's Make- like, wait, I lose everything, and I have nothing to gain? If I beat him, I don't gain his belt? There's nothing. Then you- what are we doing? Like, Canelo's a belt chaser. He's yep. not a belt defender, right? Like, that's his psyche. He's like, you got a belt, I'm coming to get it. His psyche's not, let me defend these titles. Yep. Unless there is somebody that's that good. The Triple G was the, well, was like, I mean, I'll, I'll put He my got beat in a submission to have that fight because he, did, he didn't want it for years. Canelo yep. was like, I am never going to fight that. But he wanted Bivol's belt, so he was like, yeah. Yes, but he wanted his belts. Yep. 
Rival's still WBA super lightweight champion. So it's like, I don't, I don't, just, I know what Eddie's doing. Eddie's Canelo's biggest cheerleader. I've been around Eddie Hearn. I was just like, just fucking marry him, okay? Like, it's, it's out of control how much you love this man. But I get it. Canelo makes a lot of fucking money. Makes a lot of, I probably love him too. And I know that, you know, if Benavidez goes out there and thrashes Caleb Plant, it's a dangerous fight. A young, hungry David Benavidez. Canelo wants this win back versus Bivol. But if I'm Dimitri Bivol, and if, if Canelo's fighting, ends up fighting John Ryder for Cinco de Mayo weekend, ends up going to the UK, man, I'm lobbying hard for the undisputed fight. Yeah. I'm not waiting In for Canelo. In the meantime. Yeah, I'm not waiting for him. Nah, like... I'm not staying fresh so I can fight him in September. I'm not fighting a stupid mandatory to just do something, collect a check. No, I want Better BF. Better BF fought in January. Yeah. I can fight him in June. Me and Canelo are still pretty much on the same timetable. Yeah, Canelo wants me. I don't need him. That, no. That's the weird thing about this. And it's a bigger fight if I am undisputed. Correct. Rematching this guy because now Canelo has an easy undisputed opportunity. Yep. The winner of this rematch not only takes... Revenge or, or glory, that is not a fluke, but you take all the belts with you. It's too easy to this, fumble. Yeah. I, hopefully they figure this out because better be ever and Bavall need to fight for the undisputed title. It's a fight that everybody wants to see. It helps Canelo in the long run. There's no other fights in that division. No, they're, they're just really kicking aren't. their tires if they do yeah. anything else. They're, they're, there's really nothing. Calvin else there. Smith is now. He's a light heavyweight. Yeah. It's funny watching now a with, mandatory for. And he looked good at light heavy, yeah. but getting still. Bivol better be able to fight to make. Canelo is like, you're going to have to pick your poison. We'll find out what Canelo's made out of. So if you ask me if I think the undisputed light heavyweight title fight gets made this year, boxing's going to always be boxing. So I'm going to say it's 30% chance. Okay. I'm giving it no chance. That's fair. Because I think Eddie Hearn is hard set on, on the Canelo thing. Probably. Which, if you trust Dimitri Bivol, let him go get the belts. Like, sometimes you got to trust your fighters. Because if not, Canelo beats him. That undisputed fight against better BF is not on your air. No. Because Canelo will go and he'll make the deal with ESPN and you lose out in the long run. He'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. Man, I hope it happens, but you might be right. There might be no chance. No. And better BF is like 40. Yeah, you can't play. So he's, he's like, I don't got time for this shit. So that's, of all the divisions, boxing kind of figuring out a lot of places. That's the only one that's a complete mess. Because it's right there. So yeah. easy to be made. Yeah. And they're refusing to do it. Yeah. You know, everybody else is trying to be undisputed except for Spencer Crawford. But... I mean, they're at least trying. It at least fell apart. Uh, yeah, at least we got close. They were at the table. They're, they're yeah. open to possibly sitting down again yep. to have it fall apart. They're not even trying. No. Yet. They got to figure it out. <laughs> got to gotta make it happen. You got to figure it out. You at least got to sit down at the table. It's, I don't want to hear the Canelo shit. Canelo got other stuff to do in the meantime. He's good. Like, make it. Have him beat up on Charlo or something. Oh, Canelo's going to fight. It's Ryder? No, it's Ryder. I'm saying. If, Probably. If you don't and want then, it September. No, you're going to have to fight Benavidez. You can't run from him. If you don't fight Bival in September, you have to fight Benavidez. If Benavidez fight, beats Plant, that's it. You can't run from that guy. It's going to be tough. Because it'll look like you're ducking. Right. And Canelo doesn't... But unless, unless he says he's still in that deal with Matchroom, zone, can't get out yet. Because no. even though he's free agent, he could be like, yo, I'm still in my three-fight yeah, deal. Yeah, no. It just will look bad. The people, optics will be horrible. People will shit all over Canelo. Like, if Benavides were to go out there and thump Caleb Plant. Like, well, thump a possibility. Because you know in Benavides' head right now, he's going, Canelo finish and win? Yeah. All right, I got to finish him quicker. And coming off of Caleb Plant's knockout of Durrell, if Benavides can get him out of there, yep. it's not like Benavides is going to knock, I'll, I'll fight whoever my promoter put. No, he ain't doing that. And that was a close fight between Plant, Canelo. Like it, yeah. Plant looked okay for a second. Yeah. So he didn't. But Benavides is not that guy who'll go, uh, whatever my management team wants. No, he'll go, Charlo, Canelo. That's which it. one of you fuckers want it? That's it. Oh, Canelo, you going to light heavy? I can do that. You don't run from Benavides. No. That's a huge fight. Canelo, I mean, the problem is that's a WBC fight. Yeah. And again, the WBC can elevate Canelo 
to super champion and oh, give God. David Benavidez franchise champion and give Benavidez the title Look. to fight a Charlo or someone else. And Canelo is complete. Canelo in the two and a half years or two years, I believe, that he has held the WBC title, two and a half, whatever, 160, 168, has not had to fight one mandatory. Okay. He has not been ordered to fight a mandatory. He may have fought one just on the on the random. Yeah. He has not been mandated to fight a mandatory in two and a half years by the WBC. I want Canelo Benavidez. Because if Canelo's not going to fight, Bivol is Benavidez. The other one's Charles. Being a franchise champ there looks uglier than Loma being a franchise champ against yeah, Haney. Yeah, because you got guys waiting. Oh, it looks it looks uglier. Yeah. Because Haney, maybe you say he wasn't right. He was young, blah, blah. He didn't prove yeah, anything sure. yet. Benavidez has been champ twice. Yeah. And he beat someone you just recently. Like, yeah, you there's no excuse. Can't avoid that guy. Can't avoid Ooh, it. Oh, it's going to be ugly. So I can't wait to see how all that plays out. We'll see how better be performs this weekend. We'll definitely talk more about Jake Paul, Tommy Fury. Is that fight nears? Thank you guys again for sitting through this entire show. Hip hop talking in the beginning is always fun. Check out our MMA show, which came out earlier in the week. We have a Royal Rumble show. Two hours, two plus of wrestling talk coming up on Friday, giving you a full preview. Make sure you guys listen on Friday. Listen to it again on Saturday. There's going to be so much content from that show. It's going to be great. You know what? Producer Cole Bebe is going to be in the house as well. He wouldn't miss this shit. It's the Royal Rumble. Man, super busy with Royal Rumble stuff. Doesn't even matter. He's going to be here on Thursday. We're going to chop it up. It is going to be so much fun. Make sure you guys don't miss that show either. In the meantime, follow us on social media at Corner Podcast underscore on Twitter. Corner Club for Life on Instagram. Me at Kel Dansby. Him at Andreas Hale. All platforms. Shout out to everyone here at Blue Wire Studios in the Wynn Resort in Las Vegas. Telling you guys, don't miss our next show. Royal Rumble. Favorite pay-per-view of the year for the wrestling fans. We appreciate you all. Till next time. We're out. Peace. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.